you're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, February 19th. We have a lot of books in studio today. We do. You know I'm what? I'm pretty I, excited about it. I this. think we should call it Literary February. Hey! Do you like that? I like that. <laughs> Literary February. February. <laughs> no one knows how to pronounce February anyway, so. February. February. <laughs> There's a good meme about that on Facebook right now. It's like this bird that doesn't know how to say it. It's funny. <laughs> It is February 19th, literary February. We're going to talk with Dr. Bowie today uh, from uh, Pergola Press and some of his great books, uh, yes. some novels that I'm excited to share. Uh, we are excited to share with you today. <laughs> uh, thank, thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. In studio. Here in the flesh, the Reverend Dr. Fritz Bowie. Uh, that's me. That's you. <laughs> Author, musician, pastor, educator. Is there anything you don't do? Do you play basketball? Maybe used to. Used to. See? Of course. Of course. Yeah, football. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I, baseball. I played baseball at the seminary. Uh-huh. That's where I developed my love for Preacher. baseball. We were uh, playing. Uh, I was the most important guy on the team. Uh, they, <laughs> Had 14 so guys signed up. Uh, this was after Seminex, and they needed one more person to field a team, and I was that person. So I didn't get much playing time, but uh, we were playing Washington University, and um, we were up 10 to nothing. And all of a sudden, our pitching fell apart, and uh, we kept loaded the bases and walked in one run, two runs, three runs, and then they started hitting. And we ended up losing 20 to 10. Oh, no. I've loved baseball ever since. (laughs) You know, it's just crazy. Anything can happen. And baseball is a theme that runs through all five novels that I have written, three of which are in print. One, the baseball novel, book number four, we're uh, working on now. And uh, that's going to include a complete game and a scorecard with all the plays and everything. And then after that, it's on to book number five, which is uh, set in imaginary country in Africa. And I wrote that when I was in Ethiopia on a teaching mission. Hmm. So uh, baseball uh, is a theme that runs through all the books. Who knew? And it all came from stories from playing preacher baseball. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your background in the arts uh, and... Well, across the board, literature, theology, music, right. all of those. Right. We were talking before the show, Andy, about um, uh, if I were uh, smart, I would have <laughs> just gone bachelor, master, doctor in one direction that I could specialize in and uh, make a career out of it. Uh, but instead, I've got training and experience in, in education and degrees in music, theology, and literature, and I produce things. I've got a stack of stuff here uh, that, uh, you know, I do straight music. Here's a CD of uh, instrumental pieces. Uh, I do, uh, like, music and uh, theology. Here's uh, guitar instrumentals of uh, uh, well-known hymns of the church. I do uh, music and literature. Here's uh, songs that I've written, such as... uh, 
Redheaded women always break my heart. That's that's, that's <laughs> not great, a great theology, not though. a church uh, song. <laughs> then uh, I've got uh, humor. I've got the epistles of Herman Nudix, which is a character that follows me around. I've got an endorsement from Martin E. Marty on that one, and then uh, straight theology. This is I got a book on creation that I've done, and the uh, spiritual society which answers the question, if postmodernism comes after modernism, what comes after postmodernism? So, and then there's the novels. Oh, yes, and then there's music and theology and literature, and I've got uh, brought a little show and tell with uh, hymns that I've written besides uh, What is This Bread? And which is so, in Lutheran Service Book. Which is in LSB 629. And uh, and so there's all kinds of uh, uh, things. So I've diversified mm -hmm. instead of specializing. And uh, I'm 73 years old now, and I've been accelerating. And right now I'm just about at cruising altitude, you know, <laughs> producing things in all these different ways. But I don't know. God gives me this spark of creativity. <laughs> and uh, the muse grabs hold of me, and off we gallop. You know. Yeah, and I've heard you talk several times about about stories uh, and literature and the value of storytelling, the value of literature. Yeah. Um, what what actually is literature? What makes good literature? Well, uh, what is the Bible but a collection of stories that are true, and uh, they're actual uh, things that happen, such as. Joshua making the sun stand still, or at least from our perspective, he makes the sun stand still. If you broke it down into scientific analysis, it would be impossible. For example, uh, the parables of uh, Jesus, the uh, story of uh, creation, which is a story that God gave to uh, Moses, you know, because nobody was there at the time, at least until the uh, sixth day of creation. And so... Uh, the stories of things that actually happened, like Noah's flood, but uh, but have uh, interpretive value and, and connotations that can be texts to preach on, all of which point to Jesus Christ in different aspects. Um, you know, Noah and his family passed through water from the old world to the new, just as we passed through water in the sacrament of holy baptism from the uh, domain of the devil into the kingdom of uh, God. And Christ's uh, baptism, it actually happened, but that's when he received our sin and we received his righteousness in that divine exchange. So so stories, particularly in, in the Bible, uh, this is what we read to our children when they're small, with lots of illustrations. Mm -hmm. But um, but in a contemporary sense, um, uh, Sir Philip Sidney, who was one of the great uh, poets of the, well, it used to be called the, the English Renaissance or the early modern uh, period, said the purpose in, in his defense of poesy, Sidney said, the purpose of all art is to instruct and delight. And this is why we turn to poetry, to literature, Shakespeare, uh, you know, Dunn, Herbert, the other poets, um, 
to receive instruction, moral instruction, and and also just delight in uh, you know the Shakespeare play. It's funny. It's sad. It's uh, but we're learning something. I, I wrote an article once called "Redemptive Themes in Shakespeare," mm-hmm. and I found that each of the seven deadly sins is illustrated by one or another of Shakespeare's plays. Lust, for example, Antony and Cleopatra. Pride, Coriolanus. Uh, Gluttony, Falstaff, and so forth. And and there were resurrection scenes in Shakespeare also, and Twelfth Night and other plays. So anyway, there's the power of story uh, in a play, in a novel, and so forth, to instruct and delight. But today, the scene in literature is more to uh, subvert and offend rather than instruct and delight. So how do you build on that, instruct and delight in your literature, in your stories. Right. Well, uh, yeah, thanks, Andy. Um, you uh, put the T-ball right there. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what we're here for. Knock it right out. Um, yeah, well, my aim is to instruct and uh, delight. And so I've written this uh, brilliant uh, series of five novels. They've all been written. Um Three are in print. Did I say that already? It's fine. I, I yeah. don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to sell some books here. Um, but, for example, book one is The Pilgrim. And this started out as an autobiographical novel, which, you know, a lot of first novels are, are that way. Um, but it became less and less autobiographical as it went along. And as character developed, uh, the character of Paul Gottlieb, as a young man growing up in the 1960s, and he's getting all these uh, influences. He's a Missouri Synod uh, kid uh, from uh, Perryville, uh, Missouri, East Perry County. And all my books are, are centered in Missouri Synod, Lutheran theology, people, culture, uh, conflict, and cooking. I've, I've even got a recipe <laughs> book in the back of... Uh, of one of the the novels, but for example, um, in the Pilgrim, the opening sentence is "Strike eins." <laughs> so, what does that say? Strike one. Yeah, strike one. But strike eins. You've got an English word "strike," and, a German and you've word. got a German word <laughs> "eins." So here's it, right away, I got two words in the opening sentence that set the scene for everything that's coming after it as far as its juxtaposition and, and uh, 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 you know, the, the irritation of, of rubbing uh, of, of German culture and American uh, uh, culture and, uh, and how that plays out in the lives of the, uh, the characters. Um, so, and, and this is authentic because uh, people that I've known that uh, grew up in that uh, culture, German-American culture in, in uh, Perry County and other, other places, uh, used to play baseball like that. And remember a time, as one fellow said, when the games were conducted with a uh, combination of bad German and bad English. So, uh, you know, du bist out, you know, and strike zwei and... and and so forth, and uh, so that kind of banter back and forth. Also, uh, in the beginning of uh, The Pilgrim, it starts with a baseball game, a round-robin baseball game, and 
Uh, that was one of the last things I added to this book because of what it did. It put all the characters in all five novels on stage at one time, either in person or the father or grandfather, grandparents of characters that were yet to come. And uh, so that was another uh, thing that I did with, uh, with that. And let me just read uh, a little bit, if I can... Um, because, um, you know, there's a lot of theology in these books. Um, there's a lot of, uh, cooking. <laughs> there is. And f- I've read this And one. food. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, tell hungry. everybody how great it is while I'm looking for this. Oh, Satchel Page. Food. I got permission, uh, from the, uh, oh. group that handles the image of Satchel Page. Oh. And the family gave me permission, cost me a few bucks, to <laughs> uh, to use the name of Sa- and the character of Satchel Page in a uh, fictional sense. And, um, uh, and so Satchel Page teaches uh, some pitching to Earl Gottlieb, mm-hmm. who's the uncle of Paul Gottlieb, but Earl shows up in one or another way in all five uh, books. He's a continuing character, so the influence of Satchel Page and pitching and baseball uh, is uh, runs out uh, through here. Okay, so young Paul, he's a pitcher for Southeast Missouri State uh, College in uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and uh, so he says here, um, uh, he says, what did I care? The life of baseball had gotten me into college. The life of the mind had gotten college into me. I had found a new faith. And here's a little thing. He says, revolutionary cocktails, kind of a poem. Shot of Darwin, jigger of Thoreau, Marxist beer and Leninist vodka, Shaken, not stirred. Dilute with Pete Seeger. Sweeten with Joan Baez. Add bitters, Kerouac, Ginsburg, Ferlinghetti. Dash of Zen. Add ice-cold logic. Shake, rattle, and roll. And throw in somebody's face. <laughs> you wouldn't want to drink that. So that's his, uh, yeah. Um... But uh, so there's a description of the meal here that goes on and on and on. Um, but the theme of, of meals, I've found in, in retrospect, is something that's very important in these books at, at certain significant uh, times. And, uh, you know, it reveals a character and uh, significant exchanges uh, take place. There's arguments. There's reconciliation. All kinds of, uh, of, of of good things, like the meal in the film Babette's Feast, if you've ever seen that. It's it's something that's uh, a, a redemptive meal in in the context of a gourmet French uh, uh, dinner in, among the Lutherans in northern Denmark. <laughs> it um, always comes back to food, doesn't it? <laughs> it's always about food. So... If you want to know the rest of the story of The Pilgrim, which is the first book in the, the Diamond Quintet, yes. if you want to know the rest of the story, 
Dr. Bowie brought along a copy to give away today. Yes. I brought more than one. Oh, okay. So the first <laughs> two callers. Jenny's ready to take uh, calls. So the first two callers, 314-821-0850 or 1-800-730-2727. 1-800-730-2727. For the first two callers, we'll be glad to give you a copy of The Pilgrim from Dr. Bowie. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. Again, one 800 2727 I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We'll be right back. Wednesday, February 19th, 2020. KFUO Radio thanks our day sponsor, Mary Hamilton of Redbud, Illinois. Mary made a gift to KFUO Radio in loving memory of her mother, Nina Giebert, and in gratefulness for the Christian life she lived and God's blessings upon her family. Thank you, Mary Hamilton, for helping us share the gospel and for being today's KFUO day sponsor. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, host of Moments of Assurance. Jesus said, if anyone enters by me, he shall be saved. You can help us continue to get that message out around the globe while there's still time. One way is to become a church or organization of the week. For a gift of just $595, your church will receive 35 30-second announcements during the week of your choice, identifying your church as well as upcoming events and happenings. And your pastor or a representative from your church, they may record those announcements or we can produce them ourselves either way. In addition, your pastor or representative will have the opportunity to be on one of KFUO's programs. It's a wonderful way to expand your mission outreach and to help KFUO Radio to do the same. For further information, call me, Mark, at 314-996-1520 or mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. We are approaching the close of the Epiphany season. So, for our next Law and Gospel Bible Study Wednesday, we will be taking a look at a passage from the Bible that once more manifests Jesus Christ as our Savior. Listen to Law and Gospel weekday mornings beginning at 9.30 on KFUO. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking with the Reverend Dr. Fritz Bowie, author of the uh, the Diamond Quintet series. And the first book today that we're, we're taking a look at is The Pilgrim. And congratulations to our two winners. Uh, Jenny's gathering that information right now. So the, the contest has closed. Thank you so much for calling in today. However... We have more. We have more. So watch... So I'm putting one on our Insta story right now. So Instagram. So there's one. Watch I mean, Insta story and Facebook. Facebook, yeah. All right, Insta, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Watch for that. It's in as both well. of our stories. So on Instagram and Facebook, look at our story and reply to that story. Yeah. That was fast. I, it's it's instant. It's, it's Instagram. Inst- oh. <laughs> And now for a word from our sponsor. <laughs> 
Are you suffering from neuritis and nostalgia? You need a good book to put you to sleep at night. And I have five books, actually three that are in print. But uh, if, if I could, uh, uh, seriously, trying to sell some books. <laughs> um, uh, the Number one is The Pilgrim, set in the 1960s. And uh, it's about a young man, uh, Paul, who has got his uh, quest with a, looking for the answer. What is real? What is authentic? And kind of, you know, the, against the commercial and phoniness of post-war uh, society. And then all the characters in all the books are interrelated. And so I had to create like a, a wall chart, you know, so, so I know who married whom and who got divorced from whom and when and where and all this that happened. But the second book is uh, set in Tucson, Arizona, which I wrote when I was living out there in the 1980s, early 90s. And that's uh, Flight, and that's the story of a LCMS pastor uh, who is a Seminex uh, graduate, but colloquies in, so he's got this ambivalent attitude toward the Missouri Synod, even though he's related to all these other Missouri Synod people from East Perry County. <laughs> and uh, he uh, has all kinds of conflicts and problems. His wife is uh, coming down with uh, multiple sclerosis, which is very hard to diagnose. And he, he, he thinks about uh, escape, hence the, the title, flight. And, and then he wins um, a new Corvette in a convenience store drawing. And what that does to his, uh, his uh, conflicts. And then uh, number three is called The Clubhouse. That just came out. And that's the story of a, a young uh, LCMS pastor, theologian, who uh, goes to Europe to study for a doctorate in uh, theology. He falls in love with the wrong woman. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Asbury said, these are not safe books. Hmm. They're not for the faint of heart. In other words, I depict sin and grace, sin as it is, and grace as it is. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, so that this young man and his uh, beloved father, a love child, but uh, the problem is, He's white, and she's black. And he's common, and she's royalty. She's a princess of an African cult country. <laughs> and the Muslim assassins are after her, and after the child, and after uh, young uh, uh, John. And uh, so how that all plays out, there's a lot of action, sword fights and things in that book. Then number four is called The Last Game. And that's your basic Lutheran apocalyptic baseball novel. <laughs> basic. Yeah, basic. The typical, uh, you know. And uh, there's, a, there's this uh, storm that's advancing on this baseball game between a local church amateur uh, beer league uh, team, the, the Johnnies from St. John's Lutheran Church. This is also in Perry County. And this semi-pro cult team that has uh, moved into uh, the area. And uh, that is a complete game with a scorecard and uh, the love story and the intrigue and the theology uh, woven into between pitches and innings and, and so forth. And then the last book is uh, called Ross Josiah. Ross is an honorific, like prince or uh, a colonel or general or, or something like that. And Josiah is a character's uh, name. And Josiah in book five, is the love child that was born in uh, book three. Hmm. 
So now he is back, and he's a grown man, and he has to go to this country that he's never been to because he's been brought up in America and England and uh, kill a lion with a spear that has come down to his uh, descent in, in royalty from Moses. Because you remember in, in, uh, in, in uh, the book of Numbers, chapter 12, says Moses married an Ethiopian wife. Mm-hmm. And what happened to her and her children descendants? So that's what book five is about. And so uh, if anybody's interested, I'm offering subscriptions to all five mm. at the same time. I'll just send them to you as they come out. So anyway, that's a summary of uh, the, the diamond quintet, diamond as in baseball quintet, because there's five books. <laughs> Simple enough. And uh, I want to ask another question, but we only have what, like a, a minute, minute and a half. A minute and a half left. <laughs> I'll talk fast. <laughs> Um, in, in just a minute and a half, um, how can we learn to appreciate good stories um, in all of this literature um, and, and just stories in our, in, that we come across in our lives? When I'm writing, I'm living in a dream. I'm like in the cloud, not the cloud of transfiguration, but a cloud <laughs> of creativity. And I'm writing words in, in what I'm seeing, the action and the characters. The idea is that the reader will read the words, and also enter the dream from the other end and get wrapped up in the story. And then they read uh, straight through like one of my uh, uh, readers did and read through the clubhouse. And as soon as she got done, she started over again and read it again. She was in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And uh, just let it flow over you and then try to analyze it later on. But just just be a, a listener and get wrapped up in the story like children do. They get that look in their eye, mm-hmm. you know, and all of a sudden they're in the dream. Mm-hmm. You, can find, you can find Dr. Bowie's books at pergolapress.com. Yes, right. Yeah. Is that where you write under the pergola? Is that where, you, is that, where that name yeah, comes from? Yeah, Pergola Press. Smoke my pipe. <laughs> Pergolapress.com. Uh, the Reverend Dr. The Fritz Bowie. Uh, thank you so much for being our guest today, yeah, Dr. Bowie. Yeah, Sarah, thank you so much. Privilege. And congratulations to Carol and James uh, and also uh, to the rest of you. Follow on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Check mm-hmm. out the stories there uh, if you'd like an opportunity to win. Again, pergolapress.com. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.